0: Welcome to The Music Retail Show, having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of The Music Retail Show with Richard and Nathan. Today we're going to be talking about why are we doing this podcast, uh, a little bit of the heart behind uh, why we're doing it. Also, we're going to be talking about why you need to be auditing your business from multiple aspects of and then, of course, we're going to be talking about selling online—big, big subject. But hey, just sit back, listen to the show, and enjoy. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Nathan and Richard here yep. again. We're going to have some more conversation about yes. some great topics. So we're really glad you guys keep joining us. We hope you find a lot in this. And um, actually, that's going to be the first thing we talk about. Okay, is why are we actually doing this? So. Uh, We've thought about this, I think we've uh, got some things we can (laughs) share about this, but uh, um, why are we doing this? Let's let everybody know why.
0: That's a good question. Um, You know, in my mind, we have three different uh, types of reason or three different people that we're targeting. Uh, Targeting the people that uh, are new to the industry, they've never worked at a retail store. They've uh, they've never worked in the in the musical instrument business, um, and so they have no bearings. They don't know how it's run. They don't know the the you know anything about the industry at all. That's the the first person. They just don't know. They just want to sell guitars. They want to a lot of times they want to sell online, or they may uh, want to open up a small music store, but they don't know anything about the business. Uh, so that's one customer. Then we have um, some employees that have no interaction with the either manager or the owner of the store. So they're left on their own. Lone Ranger. Yeah, but they're craving information. They want to grow. They want to get better. They want to do a better job. Um, And so we have a a group of uh, employees that are looking for more information. Uh, So that would be a second category. Third category would be a music store owner or someone selling online that is... Uh, they do most of the stuff themselves um, again they 're on an island by, by themselves. They have no one to talk to. they have no one to deal with they don 't have reps they're they 're out there on their own um, and and they have no interaction or they 've been in the business for a while, but they choose not to have a lot of franchises, so they 're not connected to the industry sure. that way so um, it 's geared a lot to just have conversations uh... with those uh... with those different uh... types of people uh... so we can help uh... teach them show them and and just uh... get them involved in the music industry Yeah,
1: absolutely and uh... the first one i think is a big deal that we run across quite a bit people who are new to the business uh, especially with the tools of like reverb and ebay over the years it's allowing people to go hey man I, I love guitars, musical instruments, yeah. mm-hmm. I love guitars, man, I'd like to sell guitars. So they're, they now have tools that make it a lot easier to kind of get yes. into that world. Yeah. So um, um, how, you know, those kind of people, I think, really need to kind of maybe watch these shows, sure. watch these yes. episodes, yes. because... Um, you know, it's even as simple as people, you know, trying to take pictures or how do I take care of my money, things like that, mm-hmm. that uh, maybe uh, they thought they knew the right things to do, but they need to be thinking about things from a new light. And True. they can kind of gain that from this these episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully what we're doing outside of hanging out and having fun yeah. is educating people and uh, hopefully saving them years of of time yeah Um, a lot of times we learn things and it takes us a couple years uh, to get that knowledge hopefully we can give it to them quicker and faster and we can kinda steer them in the right direction because um, a lot of times especially in the musical instrument side of things we can make mistakes and they can be very costly and a lot of times they can be costly enough to put people out of business Absolutely. Um, uh, and so we we don't want that we want to speed up everybody's uh, learning curve uh, so we can take knowledge that we have or experience that we have or even conversations with customers or vendors or whatever we have that we can share that to hopefully speed people up a little in, bit. And
1: in, in your heart that's been behind a big portion of MiRC has always been about education.
0: I think it's big, yeah. I
1: mean, from the workshops that we've yeah. done... Um, all the way to um, just even some other aspects where people come in the building. Sure, We've always wanted people to become more and more educated from yes. our perspective mm-hmm. yes. so that they can be more successful.
0: Well, I think it's good for all of us. Um, yeah. It's good for the individual. Again, uh, the worst thing is, is to have a long learning curve and for it to be painful and, and in a lot of ways very, very costly. Um, if we can take what we have it doesn't cost us anything to give it away yeah um, we are, like you brought up the workshop um, there's a lot of trade secrets when it comes to repairing guitars yeah. we've been the opposite we just share all of our knowledge oh yeah um, and that's what we want to continue because we're a community um, we have uh, a lot of wonderful customers that have become friends and 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 basically an extension of our family yeah. and that's what we want to be so anything we can do to help anything that we can offer we're willing to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and MIRC, as long as I've been around here, MIRC has always had the outlook that, you know, if we can help other people be successful, allows us to be successful Absolutely. too, and we create win-win situations yes. win-win situations, yes. So, but but I, I, you know, I think it's interesting you've brought it up, and I don't experience it that much, but you probably have. Is is so? You're saying there are store employees out there that they their owners just don't give a crap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's just so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah, we do. And that's the sad part, is because we have a lot of store owners, and we talked about it uh, a couple of episodes uh, ago about uh, owners and employees, sure. so I won't get down on that. But there is a lot of employees um, that are suffering because they're not being trained and they're not being led into... Um, This business to become better and these owners that don't care about their employees um, Or they're focused on other things. I mean uh, There's a lot of them that really like their employees and they hang out, but they don't show them They don't tell them they don't grow them up. Yeah, Um, and so there is there's a big vacuum out there um, That is being missed Um, And that's what we want to do is we want to try to help the owners fill that vacuum
1: yeah, and because uh, truth be told, a lot of times there are expectations from those owners on those employees. So they're still at the same time expected to do a good job, but yet maybe they don't have the tools or the education to really no. see that through. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, the, 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 the third one are... Uh, Are uh, people who are just never around the industry? They've kind of whether they didn't mean to isolate themselves or they just kind of did, like you said. They don't have franchises, Mm -hmm. which you know we work with a lot of uh, customers that they don't carry franchises. They've said, "Hey, we get a lot of great guitars from MIRC. We're just going to keep doing that." But maybe they don't get any education. So how can we help them a little bit better?
0: Well, uh, you know, the big part of it is is manufacturing and even the industry as a whole does not educate the store owners or the employees like they should. It's something that I've been very critical and very vocal about is is there's no continued education with mm-hmm. them. Um, so manufacturers, uh, in a lot of ways, um, they're concentrating on what they're concentrating on. Yeah. But they're not going out and training uh, employees about the product like they used to do. Yeah. Um, so they 're not telling them about new models, and they 're not showcasing things like they do so employees uh, a lot of times are lost they 'll get product in um that they know nothing about it and so when consumers walk in they're expecting to go see the experts yeah uh, but there's no training there's yeah. no knowledge there and and so we've we've really hit a curve with that where, like I said, years and years ago, the manufacturers had reps that would come to your store, um, and uh, there was a lot of really good reps, and they would train you and show you and teach you how to sell it, um, uh, all the different appointments of a guitar or an amp, and so you can sell it or whatever it is yeah. that you were selling. Uh, but today, they've eliminated a lot of the reps, um, and they're concentrating on, on moving boxes, so to speak. Um, and so... We have a lot of the younger generation that the only knowledge that they're getting is is by Googling it and yeah. searching it and doing it on their own. So we want to kind of jump in the middle of it and say, hey, uh, we deal with all the manufacturers um, and we want to do everything that we can possibly do to train them. So that could be the store owners, uh, that could be the employees, or it could be someone who's just getting in business and starting off that has no knowledge or, or or no information out there. Okay,
1: and hey, I know, I know um, a lot of our, our uh, clients that we work with. They. You know, they really get into the, the sales videos that we put out. So, yeah. you know, to the point where it's too much. You know, like I had, yeah. have one uh, employee that's like, hey, my wife uh, actually uh, hates your voice. And I'm like, why? Because I, <laughs> I lay in bed at night and watch your sales yeah. videos. I'm
0: like, that's... <laughs> that's not a visual we want to <laughs> yeah. go down. Yeah,
1: so anyway, so but, yeah. but my point is is that people do like that information. They like yes. content yes. and
0: helpful content at that. Yes. And that's the goal with this is we're trying to, to pick topics... Um, and either give experience, uh, either past experience, or what we're in the process of doing. Uh, Because, uh, you know, we we make a lot of mistakes. I mean, we're always learning. We're always growing. uh, But through this process, again, we have a lot of information that we can help our dealers with. And, uh, of course, we love selling guitars. That's the reason why we're here But a big part is also to partner with those guys so we can share all the information that we can.
1: Okay, absolutely. That's great. So as we journey down this road, we uh, obviously invite Mm -hmm. you. We'll be doing some more episodes. Yes. Talking about more relevant topics that we think uh, we would love to share with you and that you can get involved in the conversation. And also
0: we'd like feedback.
1: Yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. So now that goes into uh, the last episode. um, We touched on selling online a little bit. And we kind of joked around that maybe some of the online dealers thought we were kind of picking on them a little bit. But that's not necessarily true. We just kind of brought up some things that maybe were a little touchy. So maybe we need to talk about um, people who sell online um, and why it's important, why it's Mm. a big deal, and why it's more relevant, uh, you know, maybe more relevant than ever.
0: Yeah, and and I've said uh, for the last couple years to people that have asked, if I owned a music store, I would also sell online. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Reverb. Um, you know, they're another outlet that has made it very, very easy to move product yeah. um, to sell to people. And, uh, um, and that's a good thing because we have, um, there's a couple different demographics of people that we deal with. We deal with, an, um, you know, a lot of music store owners tend to be at a certain age, whether it's... Fifty to sixty, or whatever mm-hmm. the numbers are, and then the younger generation, the younger generation, say a thirty year old guy really goes to reverb and gravitates to it and uh, loves it, and the older guy's like i don 't want to sell online mm-hmm. that 's a lot of work i don 't know how to do this, um, but they 've made it very, very easy but yeah we 're not picking on anybody that sells online. Um, our biggest customers that we deal with sell online, yes they do um, and and it 's amazing. Um, I was driving into work, um, uh, and, and one of our online guys, um, he was a lead that I talked with two or three years ago. Um, and he was telling me a story, uh, and you know who he is because he's your customer. He was telling me how he, uh, uh, wanted to be kind of like pizza delivery and take these guitars and yeah. deliver it with X amount of miles. Which and, I thought was and, really and it, weird. It, well, yeah, great. <laughs> it worked. And and I'm sitting there and I'm like uh, going, man, I don't know if the, I like yeah. this guy or he's, he's crazy as all get out. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm like going, I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, he was full of energy. He was full of ideas and what have you. Um, and I was just thinking, man, I think he can actually make this work. Mm-hmm. Well, he's kind of grown into other avenues and done every uh, different things. But it's amazing over the last couple of years uh, the growth that he has had. And he didn't know anything. He yeah. went. He came in it with just a desire to do this. Um, and he's researched and he's he's just constantly growing and getting better and better. Um, and uh, you showed me a video that a former employee that works with him. Made for him, and I sit there and I couldn't help but be proud yeah, because absolutely. I was like, "This is one of our customers who he works his rear end off to do good business." Yeah. Um. So again, we have some of our best dealers and our biggest dealers are online guys. So I'm not bashing them.
1: Yeah. Okay. So and yeah, actually, I thought that uh, I thought that video was was great. So, yes. um, but as as online tools have made it easier to sell, it's also made it easier to make mistakes. Yes. So we've got guys uh, and gals. Uh, we've got people that are, um, um, you know, they're getting content out there. They're, they have the drive. And like I've talked about on a couple mm. people, man, you've got the... Well, you want to go out and kill it and drag it home. Yes, yes. But now you need to kind of come in back and refine some things yeah. so that the content that you put out there is deliverable you know, people welcome it's it modern, in, yeah. it's modern, you know, so uh, some of the pitfalls of selling online, maybe we need to talk about like that. So yeah. whether it's the quality of pictures, whether it's customer service, you know, you can't just take something, throw it up no. online, hope it sells, and then, hey, screw no, you. No, when
0: when online started, that was very common. I mean, you know, you, uh, you can sell anything because people were just craving that, uh, uh, but today uh... cameras are so much better. Yeah. So expectations have grown so much where they want quality pictures. Or they have they have steps of things that they want to make their purchases. Um, I have a package being delivered today from of something that I ordered online. So I'm 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 ordering online as well too. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I look for that help me make my decisions. So um, it's kind of like owning a music store you have uh you have to accomplish the same thing uh to capture their interest and gain their yeah. money um, and uh you mentioned some of the different pitfalls but there is there's a handful of pitfalls that we need to talk about so hopefully our dealers can examine themselves yes. um and I'll 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 let I'll give you uh I'll give you this back in a second but recently I uh read or heard or something I listened to a lot of podcasts and listen to a lot of stuff where somebody Uh, had uh, they had put some information on their website um, and and they they came back and said one of the biggest things that we don't do is go back and proofread uh, what we've done or modernize it and so it kind of ties into what we're talking about so a lot of our guys they'll get templates and say hey this is our template and then run with it well, that's the same template they were using four years ago. Exactly and there right. could be technology or easier or faster or cleaner ways of doing it uh, that they need to take a look at. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, even to the point of where now they're selling a guitar, they have it listed, it's the wrong preamp or it's the wrong tuners or you know something about aspects of the guitar has changed, but you're advertising it one way, yeah. uh, but, the, but a newer guitar is a different way. So those are just things that people need to pay attention to. I think one of the biggest uh, uh, pitfalls out there is pictures.
0: Always, You know, yes.
1: pictures, people, you know, and mm. in, in, in a lot of credit to people. There's a lot of people out there are trying, but yes. like one, uh, one, one of my clients that I worked with and he's done a great job with, is, is everybody knows like on, on a lot of these uh, tools like Reverb and eBay, you know, they naturally crop the pictures. Yes. So they take a picture, they might be elongated, they throw it up there, and now all of a sudden you just see a portion of yeah. that uh, that photo and it's like if you go on you go on reverb right now and you type in anything i don't care what it is mm. it's amazing how still like 70 percent of the pictures are totally cropped yeah. to where you only see a portion of the product that yeah a lot of sell. people
0: aren't going back and looking at it like a consumer and going yeah. hey let me look at my auctions that's exactly from right. their point of view and they don't pull it back they go oh i'm off to the next one but if you go back and look at it they would go oh no mm-hmm. i got to change the way i i crop this or i got to change the way the pictures are mm-hmm. because th- i don't want them to look like this yeah
1: that's right and like even if i'm shopping like if i got on reverb and i wanted to look for something that i wanted to buy i have to admit i look at that picture that first picture and mm-hmm. go well Man, they didn't crop it. They didn't take the time. Yeah. They don't necessarily care. You know. This. That's is the way just, you
0: think they don't care. You
1: that's know? exactly yeah. right. And mm. so I think that's a big deal. Sure. Um, you know, one of the pitfalls of selling online is 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 representing yourself in a way that is uh, that is relevant to your potential customer. Sure.
0: Yeah. Or or taking. You know, I've seen one recently where you take a picture of of a guitar and you have a backdrop, and the backdrop it looks like you just. You just got it out of, out of the closet. It's full of wrinkles. It's not washed and dried and clean and slick. and looks good. Yeah. There's all these wrinkles in it. So uh, for me, I'm looking at the guitar and I'm looking at it, but all I see is wrinkles all around yeah. the back. And it, and it is. It, it, you think that the person doesn't care. When actually they do care, yeah. they just don't have the eye to
1: see that. And that's that's something you've brought up a lot of times, even in videos in the past that we've sent out that... That selling online, you kind of have to go back and kind of reevaluate yourself every so often Absolutely. to make sure that you're Absolutely. presenting yourself yes. in a relevant yes. way yeah.
0: now, not sure. like
1: you were doing something six or nine months ago.
0: Absolutely, yeah. You, you know, technology moves so fast that uh, at 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 a point, where, whether it's two, three, four times a year, you've got to go back and re- evaluate your complete process and look at it and go. Is my pictures relevant? Is the templates relevant? Um, And everything, you got to examine everything because Mm -hmm. you have to examine it like a consumer because they're the ones that are making a decision whether they want to buy it from you or 50 other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay,
1: so now the real hot topic of of selling online. Um, You know, everybody is so concentrated on price. Price, 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 price. Which we have a concept that we've talked about many times, a race to
0: zero. Race to zero, So, yeah.
1: But it causes a lot of problems. Sure. So it devalues product. Sure. Um, you know, you're not making the margins that you want. People mm-hmm. get caught up in wanting to sell things faster. Um so I don't know. What What do you think of this? What are some things that we need to Man, think about? Man, it's a touchy subject. Know, Everybody gets offended.
0: Everybody says, "Don't do this. Don't do. Don't talk about." You know, there's all these warning, warning, warnings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I like I said. I just bought something that'll be delivered. Um, I spent a little bit more than I could have bought it for. It was only like eleven or twelve bucks. It wasn't a whole lot of money, but the way they described it mm-hmm. um their claims their feedback the way everything they did was a little bit better than than the other people so i paid a, a few bucks more because i w- at the end of the day if they ship it out fast like they claim to do um if everything they they said they would do which their feedback said they, that they did do that, yeah it was worth eleven or twelve bucks more. Now, this was a small purchase. If it was a bigger purchase, sometimes if I look at something, um, you know obviously price is a, is a concern, but a lot of times I'm looking at more uh, than just the price, or, or price is part of it. I mean, we have to be honest with ourselves, but a big part of it is is how that person is, you know if, if I'm communicating with them. What's, what's their response time? Are they nice? Are they, are they fun to work with? Mm-hmm. Is it a good experience? Um, and is it worth an extra 20 bucks or an extra 30 bucks? Um, you know, it, did, did they take the time to, to take quality pictures? There's so many key elements that you can do um, and raise the prices. We have dealers um, that, that they tend to be a little on the high side, and, and a lot of people will say, well, that's the reason. Well, but they sell a lot of stuff. And why they do that is because their emails, they're very quick to answer questions. They take great photos. They have great content. They ship stuff out very efficiently. And so the consumer is like, yeah, I'll spend a little bit more because I trust. And that's a big word, especially when you're online, is I trust this guy because all my interaction says, no red flags, I should trust this guy yeah,
1: and I do. I have quite a few dealers that they do. They try to sell products for as the, our guitars for as much as they possibly can and and we'll always applaud that. Um, mm. you know I think that um, um, there's there's room out there there's a lot of people out there that yes, price is a concern, but at the end of the day, uh, going back to some of the pitfalls, recognizing those pitfalls, addressing those pitfalls, presenting yourself in a positive, mm. uh, um, um, relevant
0: light, you know, I think a lot of times, man, it helps people sell product for more money. Yeah, it does. And then it comes down to what are you worth? Yeah. You know, what, where's your value at? Are you really worth doing this? Um, because if you're not making no money, go get another job. Yeah. Go work somewhere else. Uh, this is a for-profit business. Mm-hmm. You know, and people kind of, you know, again, they want to shy away from this topic. We make money. I'm very vocal about it. We want to make money, but I also love when our dealers say that they're making money and that they're making good margin.
1: Yeah, well, and plus the <laughs> the race to zero, it gets people, kind of gets people talking too. I mean, how many times here at MIRC we're like, man, somebody over there dumping that guitar again, you know, and it creates concern and it sure. creates, you know, things like that that... Um, you know, I I think that the, there's enough people out there, like I keep saying, it, and I know it sounds crazy, but there are enough people out there who want to buy guitars, they want to mm-hmm. buy good quality guitars, and they're willing to pay good money for or those Or fair guitars. money. Fair money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, fair money. Yeah. Fair money to buy these guitars, so there's no reason why all of a sudden you have to... Go, hey! I'm just going to make twenty five dollars on every
0: guitar, and I'm going to sell a thousand of
1: them a month. Well, that never works out. It's never
0: worked for anybody. It doesn't work out because the chances are you ain't getting uh, half the guitars that you want. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if if uh, uh, yeah, your time is worth more than that. And that's exactly. And if our only concentration is on the price. We're not looking at the things that we should be looking at. Yeah. Quality of photos, the information that we're giving our dealers, mm-hmm. um, our shipping process. There's so much that we're overlooking. We're being lazy. Yeah. To be honest with you, we're, we're being lazy. We're just throwing it up there, and odds are it's probably stock photos, which is, in my opinion, a no-no. We're using stock photos, throwing them on there, and just trying to be the cheapest price and get it out there. Yeah. Um, there's a time for for being that person but more than not, more than uh uh anything there's there there's not not e- here
1: even all the way to the point where i've heard feedback from people saying that people like how you box things and ship yes. them yes i got my guitar yes. in it was boxed well it was clean it looked great and they thought man i'm i'm glad i bought this guitar Absolutely. from this person so yeah. there's a lot of aspects to that so well and
0: and something that that just jumped into my head is even um, having a thank you note inside of it you yeah. know what even if you get them printed off you could put a little something it was packaged by so-and-so and thank you for your purchase and put it in yeah. there um, you know little touches like that make people feel really good mm. and they make them feel good about their purchase so. yeah and i have
1: some clients that actually do that yeah and they sell a lot of guitars absolutely so but yeah. um... okay so you know, selling online—it's important. It's relevant today. People really need to be doing. If you're not selling online, you need to be. You need to be. Yes. So, yes. Um, obviously, um, you can always talk with MiRC about that. But
0: and and let's touch on this before you move on. Is we have Reverb coming out here this summer. You got uh, If be you here. don't sell online, come out because we will have Reverb here this summer, and they'll teach you and show you, and they'll make it easy. Go ahead. Oh
1: yeah, they do make it very easy. But. Um, um, Obviously, um, businesses need to specific, specifically in the MI business, you know you have to have a plan together, you know yeah. to, to some degree. You have to have a plan, even if you are uh, selling out of your own home and you're selling online, you should still have a plan. Um, also, we're, we're now moving out of first quarter into second quarter, yeah. but maybe it's important we kind of talk about um, you should have a plan, but also yes. it's not too late. It's not too 2018 there'll no. be a good, positive Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Maybe what should people realize? What are some goals you yeah. want to accomplish? What mm-hmm. are some things that you want to do?
0: Yeah. Uh, traditionally, at the beginning of the year, I already have um, written, and this is key: written plans of things that I want to see us accomplish. Um, but say, say fast forward, and you haven't done that. Um, it is amazing uh what we do is is a lot of times we put things off mm-hmm. and we wait for the first of the year and then the first of the year comes and then we don't go we don't follow through with it it's like the gym a lot of people go well the first of the year i'm going to lose weight and i'm going to sign up with a gym and so the month of january the gyms are packed mm-hmm. and then by february march april they start you know less and less and less and less people uh because it's human nature uh, to take the first of the year and want to do all these things. In November, December, we're worried about Christmas time. We're busy. Um, and we, we honestly need to put some of that stuff off. I'm guilty of it. I do it. But the first of the year is when we start planning and we take a look uh, at what the year needs to look like. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did, and I talk about this, is years ago. Uh, and I'm not good at writing down stuff. That's just not my M.O. Um, I remember writing down goals, and I stuck it in my drawer, and and I just, I just left it. But I had it in my head. I knew wow. what we wanted to accomplish. And then at the end of the year, I pulled it back out, just looking for something, and I was shocked at, at the goals and what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. There's something about setting goals, writing it down, and better to review it on a regular basis, so you can start accomplishing those. It's like um, it's like hitting your mark. If you don't have a bullseye, you you may hit anywhere. But if you have a bullseye, you can actually hone in on it and hit it. And there's uh, there's a lot of our dealers we're, we've been guilty of it as well as not having goals and setting goals. But but goals can be uh, monetary. Um, you know, I want to make I want to sell X amount of money's worth this year or uh, say online they want to sell X amount of guitars this year yeah. um, uh, and there's all these different goals and, and what works really good is if you can break them down uh, to yearly uh, maybe by uh, or quarterly and then even monthly even weekly um, you know so there's a lot that we can accomplish by setting goals um, and, and actually trying to achieve some of that stuff yeah. Um, but a lot of business owners and a lot of people in this industry, they don't set goals. Uh, when you ask them, uh, "What are you looking to do this year?" You know, "What are your plans for this year?" Yeah. And then there's dead silence. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no comeback. They haven't even thought about it. Yeah. Um, and and it's common. It's not a, it's not something that is shocking because one or two people. It's several people. Um, I remember years ago talking uh, uh with with a husband and it was a husband and wife team. Um, I just asked him I said, "How come you don 't do this amount of money a month with us and they and he said well i don 't know and I said, "You guys are so good at this, yeah. that you just buy a little bit and you sell it, and you 're fine, but why don 't we set a goal for both of you guys?" To quit your day jobs and do this full-time and it was dead silence and I and I just kind of moved on mm-hmm. well two or three days later he calls me back and I and he says we talked about it and we want to do this and it was shocking uh, because it, it you know they responded back to us yeah um, and they responded back to me, but the thing that was uh, amazing was they actually went through with it. yeah, they actually started buying more and they started doing it. A lot of times we need permission to accomplish certain things. They'd never thought of that. Themselves. They never thought of it on on their own. they were going they were happy with doing a certain size order yeah um, and and they ended up doing about ten to fifteen times a month. Of what they would normally order my goodness. I mean so it was big, but it allowed them to go uh, in their own business mm-hmm. um, and quit their day jobs and go in full time so a again, job. a lot of times we need to review what we have going on, yeah. and we need to set goals uh annually biannually or uh yeah biannually and then quarterly and then weekly, if we can, even daily yeah,
1: yeah. and and there's a lot of people you know a lot of people a lot of my clients you know it's a very personal situation, you know, you know, we're a small company, mm-hmm. they're a small company. So a lot of times you get people sharing and talking sure. and stuff. And so a lot of times the business owners that I work with uh, my clients, they will say, Hey, you know, they'll do percentages, you know, yeah. like, Hey, I'm up this year. I'm down this year. Sure. I'm up year to year. This month was good last year, but not good this year. Um, and So I think a lot of times people live in the that that world of, of percentages. Um, you know, like a lot of people will be like, oh, man, I'm just I'm doing the same that I did last year. Uh, but what I never hear back a lot of times is, 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 are you planning to change anything? You know, or have you been down? Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. will just go, well, that's just the economy that's just what I've got to deal with. That's the the plate I've been served. It's just, you know, it's an excuse. And so a lot of times the conversation needs to be redirected. Okay. Okay. I get it. The economy might be this way. You might be doing this, you know, but do you have any plans to do anything or change that at all? Are you, Mm. are you in charge of what you've got? Are you moving in a positive situation direction? Um, but, um, I don't know. We, we don't hear a lot about that. I mean, yeah. we need to hear more about that. Sure. Our business owners trying to create.
0: Well, and, and a lot of times it's a lack of planning. They have nothing to say or nothing to do because yeah. they haven't planned for it. Yes, that's um, exactly and, right. And, and they're not even assessing their plan midstream. So they've gone six months, let me look at my plan. Yeah. You know, what am I accomplishing? How am I, how am I doing with it? Yeah. Am I meeting my goals? Am I exceeding my goals? What what? And and sometimes with that you have to readjust your plans. Yes. You know you have to say, wow, I need to improve in this area. I missed the mark here, or wow, I'm doing really well in this area. So a lot of times when we hear that, when we hear people say we're up or we're down, and there's there's no other uh, part of a conversation, it's a, it's a lack of planning. They're letting they're letting it happen to them instead of doing something about it that's right and you know yeah. what somebody needs
1: to plan is a guitar contest
0: no no <laughs> no. no
1: man you get a bunch of uh, you know there's no new eddie van halen's out there
0: no, well, I mean, not. they
1: might be, but... What's that got
0: to do with a guitar contest? Well, <laughs> well they, they, oh, they, okay. they all get you up You said there. guitar contest. You didn't say guitar throwing. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah. All right, all right, all
1: right. Well, you know, we need, it. We need, we need some people to get up there and, 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 you know... I don't know if we do. Man, it's just, you know, I think it's a great idea, be a right. guitar contest.
0: All right, you're in charge.
1: I mean, don't you think it'd be a good idea if people no. had drum contests? no (laughs) that's the worst thing drum
0: solos (laughs) need to be outlawed Uh, i hate drum uh. solos
1: that's right the only one that can do those is neil pierre
0: that was
1: it that was an inside joke no but uh anyways that was an inside joke with Ian. but uh anyway so but going back to planning whether it's a guitar contest or not yeah the things that we do, we need to be planning, even the small things. I mean, we yes. plan out our floor the way sure. the floor looks, sure. we plan out inventory when we order from our franchises you know so but why aren 't we planning out you know events that help keep those things progressively sure. moving forward sure. and i think it's it 's vitally important um, you know
0: sharing it with your employees sure. Sure. well, uh, and setting goals again, because you know uh, we 're so used to. Ordering, we're so used to just doing a routine mm-hmm. that we're not doing goals. We're not we're not hitting goals. We don't have uh, goals for employees. You know, I mean that's yeah, something that yeah. we need to think about. Not only do we need to do it, but we also need to have employees involved with it, um, because how powerful is it if you've got three or four employees that are are trying to accomplish the same thing that you are?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I even take my my myself for example. You know, I do, I have to set goals. I set goals daily, I set goals weekly, and Mm. I set goals monthly. And to be honest with you, it helps me be a better, better, more focused. I can deliver better customer service. And, you know, the world that we live in, you know, it can get crazy around here. It can get really busy. You know, a lot of times I can be dealing with literally up to 20 clients at one point in time. Yeah. Um, I realize a lot of my clients think I just sit in my office and drink coffee all day. That's not necessarily true. Yeah, and
0: fellow employees <laughs> think that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang them. But, uh, but, um, but realistically, at the end of the day, I have to plan. I have yes. to set goals. Yes. And, and to be honest with you, when I walk out at the end of the day because I set a daily goal, of things I need to do or mm. achieve, and I hit that, it's a great day. My wife it's a calls great me, feeling, yeah, yes. says, hey, yeah. how was your day? I can say, man, today was a great It's measurable. Day. You exactly can measure right. your success. That's yes. right. And each one of those little steps, those goals that we set that we do, creates a great week, a great month, mm. and creates a great year. Yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we just have to focus on that. Absolutely. So, so anyways, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I think that's kind of pretty much everything we had for today. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just obviously we want you well, guys to. Oh. Y-
0: there's a topic that you didn't uh, you didn't add to the board that customers can't see, uh-huh. or or people can't see the board. We have a board right here. My bad. There there is another topic that we didn't write down that we should talk about, and that's uh, uh, uh saving money. Oh, and okay, at that's some right. That's right. That we that's right. And, I was trying to save time, but we oh, should be talking okay. about saving all right, money. All right. Okay. All right, so... Uh, and we can save this for another time or we can go go ahead and... Well, uh,
1: yeah, well let's touch on it. Maybe okay. we can get in a little bit uh, deeper uh, down the road. Okay. But, uh, but we are basically, we are talking about that as, we were, as, as you plan. Yes. You know, but also kind yes. of getting into a subcategory of, of saving money. So yes. um, you can see a lot of ways, even as you are conducting business here at MIRC, mm-hmm. you know, you step back and you go, man, I, I need to reevaluate how we spend money you know, where we save yes. money or where we need to be saving money. So mm-hmm. what does that look like for you?
0: Well, I mean, it's the it's the most boring thing we can do mm-hmm. is, is sit there and evaluate and examine that kind people of stuff. People love to spend money. Yeah. Oh, I love spending money. Um, so when we talk about saving money or doing things different with that, it's no fun. Mm-hmm. So very, very, very few companies or very, very few people sit there and audit their own accounts yeah Um, you know uh, actually this morning uh we, we were planning on doing this a little bit earlier but i was in a meeting because i was working on boxes yeah you know stuff that we ship out um we ship out a lot of guitars as you know and you see and a lot of boxes go out um so i haven't been very happy with the people that we've been using um, and I want to go and use somebody else who we've used in the past. Um, and uh, auditing it is a great thing because we don't realize some of our supplies, uh, they they come in and buy our business. Mm-hmm. So they come in with these low ball offers or or really cheap prices, and then they slowly raise your prices and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and their their customer service goes down, their delivery times... The quality of the product is not what you want it to be. So there's all these all these things that go on, and a lot of times we just deal with it. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't uh, we don't examine it, we don't look at it. But part of making money, uh, the flip side of it is how can we save money? Because it's bottom line dollars. It's uh, you know we can make a, and I use the analogy: if you make ten million dollars a year, but you spend eleven, you're broke. Yeah, you're in the hole. But if you make $10 million a lot and, and, sure. and you, uh, you only spend 3000000 million, you've made a lot of money. That's exactly right. Uh, and and you know, a lot of that is by how much you can save, mm-hmm. how much you can keep of that money. Right. Uh, so I encourage all of our dealers, regardless of where you sell, whether it's online or a music store, is to audit your accounts on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So uh, the boxes is something that I'm, I'm working on right now Hopefully, we'll have it resolved this week. Um, but the uh, one that I just got done was was our shipping carrier. Yeah. We were spending, on average, of about $240,000 outbound. That's not the inbound shipping. That's insane. That's outbound. That's an enormous amount of money. That's right. uh, and we charge freight on some of our product and, and so on and so forth. And everybody thinks, uh, well, that's... Well, we didn't make all of our money back. We're still not making money on that, which Mm -hmm. goes to our bottom line. So with all of that going out, uh, it's a ton of money. Bottom line dollars, and that's what we need to stress is it's bottom line dollars. So I met with our shipping carrier and literally have been grinding on them for a a couple months. I finally got uh, rates that, that I'm acceptable uh with today yeah. I actually got a rebate check back which that was in in my opinion that was amazing yeah. you know I actually had them give me money wow. back they willfully you, gave you, you money oh, back. well they didn't willfully do anything no. okay. um but they, but I did um but if you notice this uh, we just announced our freight program we offered free freight it's back in the mix yes yeah, so we raised the dollar amount but but some people may say well why do you... Why is this even happening? Part of it is because we went and beat them up. We beat up our, our carrier, and so we can actually save a little more money, and we turned it around and offered a free freight category. That's right. Um, so, again, it goes back to our dealers, um, but because we sit and audited our accounts and examined them. So we, uh, even, uh, we have a ton of printers around here. Uh, auditing our cartridges and how much money we spend. I mean, again, this is boring stuff. This is no fun. Um, but we need to do this on a regular basis yeah. to find out who has the best service, who has the best prices, and who wants our business. Uh, we will only save probably a thousand to three thousand dollars a year in boxes. So it's not a whole lot of money that we'll save so you know some people go oh it's only a thousand bucks or it's only two or three thousand but it's real money yeah it's again bottom line dollars that we can keep we're not giving it to them we're keeping it here in mirc the flip side of of why we're making this change or we're going to make this change i'm hopefully going to do it in a few days is customer service is night and day better yeah the quality of the product will be better um, uh, they're kind of slipping on on the other uh, person that we use. These people will said, "Hey, if we have a problem, we'll swap it out or 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 credit you, or we'll do whatever it takes." Mm-hmm. So their customer service is so much better. So I'm really excited about this. Again, it's very boring. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. I, you know, I'm like going, "Oh, I don't want to do this," but to see the benefits of it, it is encouraging. Because bottom line dollars that we get to keep and not give to somebody else. So music stores, um, online, whoever it is, you, have, uh, you, you spend money, whether it's online fees, yeah. uh, whether it's um, if you have a music sto- uh, store, it may be your, your carriers. Uh, uh, it, it doesn't matter who you, you do business with. You need to audit those accounts and examine where, where's your money going? What are you getting for your dollar? Are you keeping or giving more out? Because, again, you can make $10 million, but if you're spending 11 million, you're broke. Yeah, we need to work on on saving and keeping that money. Now, now let me
1: play the other side of that. The other side of that, me- as, as you are calling business owners, they need to audit their accounts, they need to check those dollars, they need to save where they can. The other side of that could possibly bet that maybe you need to not skimp dollars somewhere, to where you need to make sure you have good customer service coming from somewhere
0: well and like I said with with the boxes one thing that is more exciting even over saving a thousand to three thousand dollars which is very important Mm -hmm. uh, is the level of customer service that I'm I'm gonna get because I've worked with this guy before Mm -hmm. it's very exciting he's actually gonna come in and inventory what we have for us, yeah. so there's no human errors except for his. But we would we will approve everything, so we'll we'll have another set mm-hmm. of eyes on it. Uh, the quality, I mean, yes, it has to have, uh, it has to be good stuff that you're doing. If if it's a product, it has to be good product. Yeah. If you're just getting cheap and getting cheap stuff in, uh, that isn't uh, making your business better then you 're just you 're wasting your money that way
1: yeah that 's exactly right, so yeah, I mean we but we do that at 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 our homes all the time I mean if i 've got an insurance quote from one company and I have a different insurance quote that saves me fifty dollars a month man i 'm going to go back and evaluate and reconsider that because i 'd like to save fifty dollars a month, uh, but maybe i wouldn't spend. Save that fifty dollars if all of a sudden my coverage drops way down. And yeah, it's sure, not worth sure, it. it's so, not worth it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, mm-hmm. but just you're, but what you're saying is, is we need to consider all of these things.
0: You have to. I mean, it's part of business. It's again, it's the boring side. It's the it's the ugly side. Who wants to do that kind of stuff? And that's the reason why no one does. Yeah. Very very few people go back and do that. But but that's an uh, an area where you can save. And keep money. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. If you, if, you, if you ask a dealer, do you want to give this guy a hundred bucks or keep it? They're going to go, well, I want to keep it. Well, through auditing accounts, it's the same way. Do we want to pay more than we should or keep what we, what we need yeah. to be sa- uh, keeping and saving? That's, and yeah. so we have to audit these accounts. That's exactly
1: right. And even um, you and I were talking a couple months ago about Mark Cuban. He yes. was, you know, we know him to be a billionaire. Sure, he owns sure. the Mavericks or the... He does own the his, Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, amongst but others. It was so. interesting. They asked him, what are some things that you do as an extremely wealthy person to constantly moving forward? And one of the things on his list <laughs> is he goes, I don't buy $2.50 cups of coffee. And I'm Or, like, more. Oh, or, yeah, or, or, or more. Or more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice little, uh, you know, uh, mocha Lace with some extra something. drizzle on it. Right. Uh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> sounds really good, but uh, but anyways, the whole point of that is 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 Mark Cuban is is totally auditing everything he does, yes. so that money going out, frivolous money going out, mm-hmm. he you have to make a conscious decision to say no, I won't do that. Yeah, I need to be better at that, and I, I need to have a sure. plan in place that I'm not just letting that stuff just go out the door. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a reason why rich people are rich. Yeah, a lot of times it's because they make. Different decisions and better decisions, and that's what we want to do here yeah. at MIRC. That's what we want our dealers to do. Is kind of act like we're rich. Yeah. And if you're act, if you're rich, there's things that you watch out for. Where does your money go? Yeah. Um, and even though there's a lot of expenses out there, and we know we have to pay yeah. a vendor, well, there's things that we have to pay for. It doesn't hurt to audit your account, and it doesn't. It doesn't hurt to even like say if you sell online the fees that you pay well why not have a conversation of how can i save money mm-hmm. um i've i've done that with with you know even like our shipping company i will just i will ask the question to the rep how can i save money and then i shut my mouth because they're the pro yeah they could say well the dimension on this box is too much or the weight or this Or, you know, they give you ideas, and I write them down. Okay. Um, So when you're auditing some of this, you know, we don't need to go in and and just try to beat people up to get a better price. A lot of times we can get better price by information. Yeah. Again, you ask the question, and you shut your mouth. Yeah. And let them, who is the professional, tell you how you can save money.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So, man, this is good stuff. I think... uh, very relevant everybody needs yep. to talk about this even if you know it yes. it's good to yes. kind of kind of bring it back around and regurgitate uh, this information uh, on a regular basis so but um, mm. but hey it was a good day good yes. conversation so we thank you for uh, sticking it out with us and, mm. and and sitting around and listening to what we have to say again. Mm. We, like Richard said earlier, we'd love feedback, and if you'd like to give feedback what we've been talking about, yeah. great. Or, even, or topics. Or even topics. Yes. If you, there's yes. a couple topics you'd mm-hmm. like to, to hear us speak about, yes. uh, then let's do it. But, uh, hey, thanks a lot, everybody, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed the show. A lot of great stuff. Of course, what we would really like is your feedback On these episodes, and specifically this one in in particular. Also, what we would like is for you to go check us out on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also whatever platform you use, whether it's iTunes or Google Play, Stitcher, or whatever, wherever you hear this, give us a positive review if you enjoy what you hear. All right. Thanks a lot for listening and have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.